Good afternoon. Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. We're going to take a look at the markets. A bit of a turnaround in the trade. A lot of positivity happening on the grain complex. But really, in reality, what does that mean? Is it setting us up for a possible fall? Should we really have some weather issues as we continue into the summer as the volatility is there? But no cancellations from China. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more today as Aaron Bertles joins us. He is with Crossroads Marketing. So let's start out with this. A turnaround Thursday instead of a turnaround Tuesday. Uh, some nice numbers coming up, but does it set us up for a possible big fall? I think you still obviously have to worry about that. The fundamentals are good, right? We know that. We know that the summer is probably going to be pretty wild considering the the stocks and the carry out and everything that we have. Um, unknowns about acres. You know, I think that's changed a lot because of the expectations for how many acres uh, the market thinks we've added. Uh, you know, what does that June 30th report end up telling us? But in the short term, the funds have shown an appetite to want to sell, right? I mean, that's how we had this big move down here, and they've come way off their highs on the amount of contracts that they've owned. And you had a turnaround today for really no big changes. I mean, like you said, the the one big change was that we had export reports this morning that didn't show any cancellations, and that was a good sign for the market that maybe it didn't really happen. And maybe that was a, a big part of why we went down the last couple of days in the first place. So you got some buying on that. The one thing I'd be a little bit worried about is, uh, you know, for this to just continue straight up from here is volume wasn't great today. Um, maybe that tells you that funds weren't as heavily involved in the buying today as they have been in the selling uh, when the volume has been a little bit bigger. And you're coming into a three-day weekend, right, where very easily they could run this thing up to, you know, some moving averages and, and, and then decide that they're going to sell this thing going into the weekend. And I don't think we're out of the woods on that yet. This was a very strong day and it's not normal that that you would see this strong of a day and then not have some follow through. But that's the one thing I looked at that would maybe make you want to pay pretty close attention if, if you hadn't gotten some stuff done in the short term that you wanted to before we had that big drop. So as you look at, at the big picture, I know that, um, for example, the NASA had released a a weather map um, that showed the drought. And I mean, the eastern Corn Belt does not look pretty right now. Lots of oranges and browns and reds. So having said that, with us getting some cooler weather and some rain in the Midwest, how does this kind of set up the play as we hit the month of June here shortly? I think it's still going to be crazy. I mean, just think about the volatility we had here in the last couple of sessions with really no adverse weather right now. But you you just have a situation where it can't turn off and and have everybody just be fine. I mean, there's places that just don't have enough moisture. And the only way that we're in a place uh, that that ends up with a carryout that, that's one that, that people will be willing to sell this off back down to the 450s or below is if we have a crop that's a record, right? You need to have a crop that's a record on acres that are bigger than what they say we have right now. And all that stuff's in question, right? We haven't had any gigantic crops for the last three or four years because we've had some adverse weather problems and we're certainly walking into this year with not you know spectacularly ideal conditions we've had it's improved a lot over the last month um a ton you know it's it's saved us for sure but this is the time of the year where you would expect the weather to be the best so as you're going into june i'm sure there's lots of people that are still thinking about how do we add some weather premium in here um, or, or, you know, looking at this as a buying opportunity because it's it's certainly still a powder keg if you end up dry for a couple of weeks and the heat picks up. And, I mean, we could look at South America as a perfect example to that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, nobody's talking about that right now. It hasn't improved down there really. They they only have a certain amount of um, corn left to pollinate. I think it was like 15, 10, 15% that's left to pollinate while they're getting some decent rains now. But, you know, that's not going to help things that much. So we need to come through and, and that's the edge right now, right? I mean, we certainly can't right? We can grow a record crop. We can have 94 million acres of corn. Um, you know, we could have a few more acre, uh, million acres of beans uh, and grow a great crop and, and everything would, would flip-flop. But we're a long way from doing that, I guess, is the point, right? I mean, we have a lot of weather to get through and not a, a perfect situation walking into this to be able to do that. But right now, today, it's as ideal as, as you could ask for it to be compared to what we were a month ago. And that's what they were selling off. So, do they stop selling this off right now, given the fact that we're not quite in June? We will be next week. We're walking into a three-day weekend, and we just had a limit-up move after being limited down two days ago, right? It's just some really wild volatility. I think you had a lot of people ready to buy down around that $6 area for July, um, and they did it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to work your way back down there again and try it again. So how does the basis hold out through all of this flip-flopping that we continue to see? I think that you're still going to see basis remain strong. I don't even know if it matters that much what the price is because we just don't have that much corn out there. And you've seen ethanol. Ethanol numbers are very good. Stocks are low. Uh, they're going to continue to grind. Uh, so I'm not really sure that you know this is a different situation that we've dealt with in a while just because the weather doesn't matter for old crop. Old crop is what it is. You either have some or you don't. Um, and there's not that much left out here. So they're going to have to still do what they can to get those bushels. Obviously, the later in the year you get, August, September, guys are just going to have to clean stuff out. There's just not that many bushels left, though. So uh, elevators are going to have to compete. They're going to have to try to get those bushels from people, and I'm not sure it matters what the futures price is. Weekly export numbers were pretty good for corn, so-so for soybeans? Yeah. I mean, if you look at corn, that doesn't have to do that much to meet the USDA's expectations. The biggest thing are again, that we aren't seeing cancellations, which is what people have expected, especially considering the amount of new crop that China's already bought, right? They've bought a ton of new crop, and we haven't seen that many cancellations, uh, at least not more than what's been rumored. You had that rumor yesterday of one, you know, possibly one million metric tons, but that just didn't come through today. So that'll be something people will be watching as we see every export report from here on out. All right, we'll stick around, folks. We've got a lot more coming up as we head into part two. It's the Fontenelle Final Bell right here on the Rural Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. As we are continuing that conversation with Aaron Bertels. Aaron, again, is with Crossroads Marketing. So during the break, we, we kind of got talking about, uh, and you made this perfect statement, so I wanted to lead with this. Don't change your thought process right now with these markets. Kind of explain what that means, because I think it's easy to get swept up and, ooh, we had an update and, oh, it went down today. Yeah, it's really tough. Um, and I'm speaking from, you know, personal experience over and over and over again, uh, you know, but you have these these thoughts on, on, you know, based on a lot of different things as to what's going to take place in a certain period of time. And the markets, um, the markets will do things that will deviate you uh, from that thought process. Right. And they will they will make you try to do things um, that you weren't planning to do. And I'm not saying you don't adjust your plans or you don't do things a little bit differently if you get new information, but it's when you don't get new information, 
and the markets just do things differently, right? I mean, that's really what I'm, I'm I was discussing with you was you have these big moves uh, one way or the other, and you were thinking, uh, you know, something different or a different time frame. Well, it doesn't mean you need to change that. It just means the market's going to move. Um, it's going to move, and it's going to move for no apparent reason sometimes. Um, sometimes that reason comes later, right? But you still got to stick to your time frames. You got to stick to your plan, um, you know, and, and know what you want to do and try not to let the market, you know, sway you emotionally, which is very, very, very difficult. Um, but it's just something that, you know, comes up in times like this when you, you see big moves back and forth like we've just seen the last couple of days. Bushels per acre. What is kind of that target number that we need to have for, for corn to not have a panic feel in the market trade? Yeah, and this, I'm not perfect at this, but I would tell you, you know, to me, you need a very large crop this year um, unless you get a substantial increase in acres. And by substantial, I mean more than three million um, from what we have currently. Right. So if you end up with the crop size down around, you know, where we were last year at 172, that's just that's not enough um, to feel super comfortable uh, in a carryout situation, especially if we keep demand uh, where it's at currently. You're going to need something. You're going to need 93, 94 million acres and a 176 plus, um, in my opinion, with what we have today to feel real comfortable. I've heard some people say otherwise, and, and this is what's interesting about all this is how differently people can see things. Uh, but I just can't imagine the market feeling real comfortable if we have 93 million acres and a 172 crop. I mean, that's just not going to be enough. So that's what I mean by we've got to have a good one, right? Right now, I'd say the market's assuming record by a lot, right? Maybe low 180s um, because of the weather that we've seen, because we got planted in a timely fashion, and, and they probably should right now. I mean, it's it's not until the weather changes that you need to start adding in weather premium. Right now, we, we don't have that situation. We had a, a really good planting season, and places have gotten rain that, that needed rain really bad. Um, so that's the assumption today. And the assumption also seems to be that, that we've added, you know, some, some places are saying, you know, 5 million acres. And while that may be true, um, I, I do not see it being that likely or even possible that they come out with that big of a gain in acres in this June 30th report. I've kind of flip-flopped on this because I thought when they came out with 91 million acres in March, that was just crazy, right? You know, I thought that June 30th report now really lends itself to be bearish because, of course, the acres will be more in that report. But now you have people talking about 95, 96 million acres of corn, and that they're taking, they're getting information for that report from the same source. It's just farmer surveys again. You know, so to me, to be able to add five, six million acres on corn or, or four even uh, is very, very unlikely in that report. So if that's what they expect going into that report, uh, I just do not see them being able to get that kind of number. So what about for soybeans? I think it's the same. You know, I think soybeans actually have a, an ability to gain uh, a few more acres than being discussed because a lot of these uh, guesses have been adding a ton of acres to corn and not that much to soybeans. I could see soybeans adding, uh, you know, a little bit more than is expected, but still, they have a tighter carryout. They're going to see some bigger demand coming towards the end of the year again. I still think it's going to be about yield for that, right? You're going to need a really good yield. Finally, as we look, we talked about it briefly in, in the front half, but China, there were so many rumors the last couple of days that one, they were shopping around, two, they were going to be canceling on those previous purchases, but nothing has come to fruition as of yet no and i think you'll be watching you know people will be watching for this really closely i think 
it should be expected, and I think the market will somewhat expect it. It just needs to be in line with with the expectations, right? We've we've had a huge amount of forward sales to them, uh, which usually, you know, not that we have a lot of experience with this because we haven't sold this much this far ahead uh, before, but usually you would expect that to maybe coincide with some cancellations. And if they don't, that really shows you something about um, – the demand and the need that they have currently. So I would still expect some of that moving forward. And I think the market will too. Um, What's the best way for folks to get a hold of you, Aaron? Yeah, you can give me a call at 402-309-3171 or email me at abertles at crossroadsml.com. And that's a Fontenelle Final Bell brought to you by Fontenelle Hybrids and all your local dealers on the Rural Radio Network. <laughs>